Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to Big Ten Football and Beyond. It is Wednesday, April 15th, and we appreciate you joining us. We know it is a very tumultuous time. Hey, we know your schedules have changed a bunch and probably working from home, but, man, we are certainly hopeful that you are joining us each and every day. Please spread the word. We've got a lot of things to get to, a lot of stuff going on around the world of recruiting as well as some tough decisions that are being made around college athletics that we're going to get to. Obviously, the draft coming in a little over the week, so no shortage of news. We're going to try to get get through it a little bit quicker and get to the information uh, for you, but we want to remind you that uh, we also do a pro football podcast each and every day, so make sure that you check us out on that um, as we break down the world of pro football. The draft has been our major focus here um, for quite some time, and we'll do that. Uh, Really excited about what we've got going on at LandryFootball.com with our draft boards, our interactive um, scouting reports where you can hear a a real draft room-style scouting report up on uh, while you're watching the NFL draft board and, and can see where the players are graded. So really excited about that. Got all the latest news and notes inside our notebook. So please make sure that you check it out. Take advantage of our scouting season offer, the best one we have ever had. Um, Reminder to check out our great friends at 401k Generation. If you got a business and you wish to set up a 401k or perhaps you're looking to roll over, um, uh, the 401k and an IRA, there are all so many options and questions and theories. This is where you want to go to get the right answer for you uh, and not just what your neighbor thinks and what your family member thinks. That's great, but maybe bring that information to an expert and find out what they think. Get no-nonsense, proper information. It's like a strategy when you go in to get a physical checkup, a medical checkup, a um, anything that you do in terms of your um, your planning in your life, make sure that you take advantage of a financial checkup by 
joining the folks at 401k Generation. You can call or text them at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states, so check them out today. All right, so we have gotten further information around the country as folks are kind of checking in here and there. We're hearing more and more, and you're going to hear this um, even more down the road, that a lot of commissioners, hearing from a lot of their schools, trying to look at different options uh, of financial issues, the ramifications of everybody having to lose the money from the NCAA tournament. Uh, everyone is hopeful that there is a football season, but are understanding that there might not be. And how do you deal with things financially? You've got a lot of sports on campus that require the money from football. And how does that factor in to being able to keep that? Well, we find out some information. Cincinnati University of Cincinnati announced that it's no longer going to sponsor men's soccer programs. Um, you know, certainly the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic is a big part of it. You've got some shortfalls in the budget as a result of it. Um, they're going to honor the scholarships of the, uh, the, um, the soccer athletes. And those who wish to play elsewhere are going to be released immediately without penalty. But it's one of the first dominoes that we're going to see. Uh, you know, um, you're looking at uh, athletic departments that just do not make money. Most people don't get that, that because there is huge money associated with college football and March Madness and basketball, that people think there's money hand over fist. Well, we can pay everybody. We can play players. We can pay this. You're paying travel and budgets for 18 minor sports on campus that are just a complete dead weight financially for you. So you subtract the revenue from an NCAA basketball tournament. You subtract, God forbidding, a football season, you're going to have major problems. And so we're going to see potential sports, um, uh, you know, being let go. You're going to see certain uh, maybe um, contracts and staff adjustments and furloughs and whatnot. Uh, The group of five commissioners have gotten together and asked Mark Emmert for a temporary relief from several regulatory requirements for a period of up to four years. And, and it's it's a notable requirement that commissioners are seeking relief from are sports sponsorships, minimums, which would open the door for universities to discontinue the sponsorship of certain sports, these, these smaller sports, basically to eliminate certain sports, minor sports. Similar relief was granted in the wake of Hurricane Katrina, but this is a real-life world that we're sitting in. This is not um, a pro sports league where – Everybody in the NFL makes money. This is very few people make money because the money that you make, which is or an obscene amount of money in football, it as fast as it comes in, it goes out to pay for volleyball and gymnastics and soccer and swimming and tennis and golf and on and on and on. So there's some real concern around the league, no question. We're going to get into – the latest transfer news and a lot of recruiting news from this past week. Big week for Penn State and recruiting. We're going to talk a little bit about 
how some of the first-round grades come out for Big Ten players. How many of them got first-round grades on the on my draft board at LandryFootball.com, as well as the number of players possibly being taken in the first round. Because remember, there are not 32 first-round graded players. There's only 32 players that are going to be taken in the first round, but they're not all first-round graded players. But let's first get into the latest transfer news around the Big Ten this past week. Former Michigan Redshirt senior linebacker Devin Gill has transferred to South Florida as a graduate. The 6'1", 236-pounders played 40 games in his career at uh, Michigan. Um, his playing time on defense was trending in the wrong direction, so he's opted to go to Tampa to play for South Florida and get more time at linebacker. He's going to be immediately eligible to play in 2020. Former Minnesota Redshirt senior cornerback Keandre Thomas is transferred to Kansas State as a graduate. Uh, he spent the last two seasons manning the outside for the Golden Gophers at corner. Uh, he's been a really good contributor, 6'5", 195 pounds, really good size, really good press cover skills, limited ability to turn and run, but he'll have a chance to do it for the Kansas State Wildcats in their zone looking, zone-oriented defensive coverage. Indiana redshirt sophomore defensive end Madison Norrie has entered his name into the transfer portal. Norrie is an undersized, a tall, lanky 217-pounder that just haven't quite filled out. He saw action against Maryland in 18 and Eastern Illinois in 19, but the redshirt sophomore um, didn't see much playing time. Other than that, he's been removed from the team. He's decided to leave, and he decided he's not going to be back in Bloomington in 2020. Unless he receives a waiver, he's going to have to sit out in his next stop. Um, Cincinnati, we mentioned them and the bad news with their soccer program. They are getting a good transfer from Notre Dame. Redshirt junior wide receiver Michael Young has transferred. Uh, he entered the transfer portal in October after appearing in just three games for the Fighting Irish in October. Because he appeared in just those three contests, he's able to call the 19 campaign uh, a redshirt season. And he has two years of eligibility for the Bearcats. He's got good speed, and he's going to be uh, re reuniting with Mike Denbrock, who's the offensive coordinator at Cincinnati, who originally recruited Young when he was signed in at, at Notre Dame when Mike was over there. So he's going to get into the rotation and be one of the top targets for Desmond Ritter uh, for the Bearcats. And I have said several times here and on LandryFootball.com, this Cincinnati team has a chance to be a really good Group of Five team this year. Um Former Sam Houston State redshirt junior quarterback Ty Brock is transferred to Central Michigan. Tall kid, 6'4", 210, entered the transfer portal back in February. Um, he's a good-looking player. He struggled as a redshirt sophomore, threw too many picks, but he's got a lot of physical skills, uh, and we'll see. He's going to be a depth signing backup player for the Chippewas this fall, but he's got some physical ability, abilities to develop going forward. Big recruiting week uh, in the Big Ten, around the country, really. We'll focus on the Big Ten here this week as we do each and every show, focus on a different conference. Uh, uncommitted four-star athlete Anthony Beavers. We've talked about him a little bit. He's announced his college decision. He will announce that he's going to make his college decision uh, coming up uh, and should announce it today, the 15th. Uh, he was expected to wait uh, until December for the signing period, but he's been accelerated. His top five is Arizona State, Florida A&M, San Diego State, Virginia Tech, and Michigan State. But USC still possibly in the running. Assistant coach Dante Williams, who recruited Beaver, the, uh, Beavers while he was 
on the staff at Oregon is the lead recruiter for the Trojan Trojans. So we'll see. I think it's a long shot for Michigan State, but they're still in it. Miami of Ohio has received a verbal from three-star wide receiver Angelo Butts, 5'11", 167, um, is the 15th recruit to verbally commit in the 2021 class to Miami thus far. Uh, it is the best-looking class thus far in the MAC, and uh, they've done a really good job uh, getting the three-star type players. This is a really good one that can play a couple of different spots, like him at receiver, like his potential in the secondary as well. Uh, speaking of three stars, Iowa received a verbal commitment from three-star defensive back Jordan uh, Lokaden. He is from Tampa, Florida, and rated as a top 60 corner in the country in this class and 115th best overall player in the state of Florida for this 2021 recruiting class. Um, a lot of offers from Power 5 schools, Penn State, Syracuse, Louisville, Pitt, Iowa State, Virginia. Um, Iowa has now got nine verbals for this class 2021. Good for third in the Big Ten. Off to a good start. A lot of focus, focus has been on recruiting in this downtime without spring practice. Wisconsin has received a verbal from three-star running back Antoine Roberts, 6'1", 189, has been on the radar of several Power 5 schools, Missouri, Louisville, uh, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, all were interested. Um, but the Henderson, Tennessee native is headed to um, Wisconsin. Uh, it's right now the second best-looking uh, class in the Big Ten at this point. Really good class. Ohio State's got a good class. Obviously, Penn State's got a good class as well. Uh, Wisconsin's doing a nice job doing what they do. You know, what's interesting about recruiting this time is this is a big evaluating time, or actually would, would be starting today, would be the evaluation period in recruiting. That is obviously not the case as coaches can't go on the road, but they've doing, they can do look at a lot of film work and do a lot of work on recruiting, um, and we're seeing a lot of kids that are shortening their list and – quite frankly, making some of their decisions because the feeling is that by the time that it opens up to where you can go and make visits, you want to make sure that you've got a spot secured. So it's working working uh, both ways for both sides to get it done pretty quickly. W Illinois received a commitment from Wofford Senior Center, Blake Jeristay, um on Sunday. He's six foot 290 pounds. He's going to be a grad transfer. He's eligible to play immediately. He made 12 starts for Wofford last year. Uh, he's really good. He's, he was an FCS All-American, so this is not just somebody that's coming in. He can slot in and play center, uh, likely because there's a spot open at right guard. I think it gives them a really good chance. They return four of its five starting offensive linemen. So this is truly what we call a second-tier college-free agent signing for Illinois. That's a guy that's probably going to plug and play in at right guard. Blake Jaristay from Wofford. Michigan received a verbal from four-star center Raheem Anderson. He's considered one of the top centers in the country. 6'3", um, 300-pounder, three, uh, local get for them. Plays at Cass Tech in Detroit. Michigan considered uh, – um, Anderson, rather, was considering – uh, besides Michigan, Michigan State, Arkansas, Nebraska. Eighth commitment in the class for Jim Harbaugh and company. Um, uncommitted four-star quarterback Donovan McCulley uh, has released the top five lists, including Iowa, Indiana, Missouri, Ole Miss, and Purdue. 
mostly Big Ten flavor. Um, got some SEC schools in it. Impressive-looking kid, 6'3", 190, needs to fill out a little more. Took a visit to Purdue in the fall and one to Indiana in January. Um, he is also Ole Miss has offered him. He's an Indianapolis native. No, Missouri is recruiting him pretty hard. Uh, there's a good chance that uh, Purdue and Indiana will stay in this for the long haul. He's one of the top 300 overall prospects in the class of 2021. Really good-looking player and um, really interested to see where he ends up going forward. Jordan Moore, the athlete, um, was announced earlier in the week uh, where he was going to go uh, to to school. We're, we're going to see – or, excuse me, where he was going to announce um, – He's likely going to play receiver in college. He's got offers from a lot of programs, including Wisconsin in the Big Ten, uh, Maryland in the Big Ten. Uh, but he's uh, going to end up going uh, to uh, uh, to Duke. But uh, it's a good run for both Maryland and Wisconsin with inside the league, but really had some high academic offers and is ended up going to Duke, it does appear. It's a really good week, really good week for Penn State. Uh, I think it kind of put them right near the top and uh, not as high as Ohio State's recruiting class, but really good week. They got a verbal from four-star wide receivers. Key Whitley made his pledge um, over Pitt, Penn State, Vanderbilt, Wisconsin. He's a really good athlete. Long-term spot for him as wide receiver, 6'2", 180. He can really run. Uh, he's got a chance to compete for early playing time. He's um, a top 300 overall prospect. Um and one of the top 15 or so prospects in the state of Maryland, Archbishop uh, Spalding High School from in Severn, Maryland. So good get for Penn State. They also got linebacker Kobe King. He's joining his twin brother, Kalen, uh, at Penn State. So that's no surprise. They both play on the defensive side. Uh, Kalen is a defensive back. Kobe projects as a linebacker. Um, he's one of the top 20, 25 inside linebackers in the country. Um, Really good class. Three commitments that they picked up on Friday, and we're going to get into a couple of those others. Kalen King uh, that we mentioned, um, his brother is a corner, his twin brothers. Um, one has grown a little bit more. Um, uh, Wisconsin was the biggest challenge for both of them, Arkansas, Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State. But both are going, twin boys going to Penn State. So good double get for them. But it's not all. Penn State got a verbal from four-star safety Jalen Reed. Hails from Detroit, Michigan, one of the ten best safeties in the country um, and one of the really best players in the state of Michigan. Hotly pursued across uh, the Midwest, Cincinnati, Central Michigan, Indiana, Iowa State, Kansas, Michigan State. I think very, very underrated player. Um, quality guy that can really help them. So like what they've been able to do. Uh, Penn State is still in the running for another good corner and Tony Grimes, but Tony's a big Georgia, strong Georgia lean, I think. North Carolina is another program to watch. I think Clemson and Ohio State are also lurking, but Grimes is one of the top 15 overall prospects in the 2021 class. Sound technical corner for his age, comes equipped with really good instincts, uh, good ball tracking skills, good looking player. Uh, uncommitted four star defensive end Quentin Somerville has decided to not pledge until June 20th. Um, he's 6'3", 233. Um, uh, the spring visit schedule has kind of held it back a little bit. Georgia, who he managed to visit early in the year, Michigan and Wisconsin are programs to watch for 
for this Scottsdale native. Keep an eye on Florida, Stanford, maybe UCLA, who all offered him in recent weeks. Remember the name Quentin Somerville. We'll revisit this in June when he decides. And any updates prior to that, of course. Michigan State getting a verbal from three-star offensive lineman Ethan Boyd. Local kid from East Lansing, 6'7", 285. He opted to stay close to home. So he had 13 other offers. Um, one of the top 75, 80 best offensive linemen in this class uh, and a top 20 prospect in the state of Michigan this year. Um, strongly linked to Michigan State through the recruitment, and Mel Tucker was able to get a commitment from him this past week. Minnesota getting a verbal from four-star corner Stephen Ortiz. Um, Washington, Oregon, Penn State, Mississippi State is who Minnesota beat out for him. Um, Ortiz is one of the top 20 best corners in the country uh, and uh, one of the top half a dozen players in the state of Arizona for this year. So really good get for P.J. Fleck and his staff. And Purdue finally getting a verbal commitment from three-star linebacker Tristan Cox on Wednesday. Uh, it's just their fourth verbal in the class of 2021. The Pulaski County High School in Somerset, Kentucky, junior picking uh, Purdue over Cincinnati, Kentucky, Louisville, Vanderbilt, West Virginia. Um, they want, um, uh, they really like this kid and think they've got a good plan for him to be at uh, outside linebacker spot for them. Some other news around the conference: Michael Penix, coming off the collarbone injury, has been taking part of drills at uh, with the quarterback coach um, at one of the quarterback academies. He underwent that shoulder surgery in November. I'm told he's made a strong rehab in the process. It, it always a good results there, but uh, things have gone well from what I understand. Um, and obviously team activities are shut down, but he's working hard individually and doing a really good job. And he's been working to build up his strength. And obviously he'll be the man when we get going here in the fall, whenever that is. Um, wanted to end up with a little bit of look is I look at the players on my draft board from the Big Ten that are ranked with first-round grades. These are not the only guys that get drafted in the first round. There's only 21 first-round grades. You grade based upon where their value is. You obviously don't have 32 first-round grades. You have how many players are worthy of immediate starter category, superstar ability. Well, in the Big Ten – Chase Young, Jeff Arcuda, both from Ohio State, of course. Um, we've got Tristan Wirfs of Iowa. We've got A.J. Epineza from Iowa. You've got four guys in the Big Ten with first-round grades, two from Iowa, two from Ohio State. Who else will go in the first round that may not have first-round grades from the Big Ten? I would think that uh, Utier Grossmatos from Penn State will certainly have a great chance. We'll see if Jonathan Taylor can slip into the first round. We'll see if Zach Bond, and by the way, Zach Bond um, tested with a uh, high diluted sample at the combine. May affect him a little bit, possibly first rounder there. I like Cesar Ruiz of Michigan. I think there's a really good chance with a high second round grade Value grade, he's going to go in the first round, I think mid to, mid to late first round. Same with J.K. Dobbins of Ohio State. I think first round is too high for Anton Winfield and Damon Arnett, but I think they're solid second rounders. 
as is K.J. Hamler of Penn State. So a little bit of a look uh, of guys that are Big Ten and where they might go for a complete look at where everybody stacks up on the draft board, where their value is. Listen to the scouting report. Go to LandryFootball.com and check out our scouting season offer, the best one we've ever had. You're going to love it. Not going to regret it. And also check on over, flip on over to our pro football show when we break down all things NFL each and every weekday, just like we do on the college show here. Uh, We're also going to bring you tomorrow Big 12 football and beyond. As we always do, we'll talk about the major storylines in college football nationally at the top and then get into uh, our week in review inside the Big 12 and kind of focus on that. We're really excited and hope that we get the season underway on schedule because we think it's going to be a great fit in going through the season and going through the top games and talking about the big games around the country nationally to give a national feel to this college show and then obviously going into the details and minutia. So if you're a college fan and you're a fan of a team in the Big Ten that maybe doesn't get discussed a lot, oh, we're going to go in great detail, as you see that we do, we cover everybody's recruiting, everybody's evaluation process, everybody's drafts prospects. And, and obviously, as we did during the football season, we evaluate every team in every week. So we'll break it down for you. We're really excited about it. So make sure that you sign up for this podcast as well as our pro football podcast by signing up through Landry on Landry Football's conference call wherever you get your podcast. And check out our folks at 401k Generation. They are the experts in financial planning. Make sure that you give them a call. Make sure that you give them a text. Tell them that you heard about them from us. They can be a great resource to help you, and they certainly are the reason we're able to provide this podcast as well as the Pro Football Podcast for you. They're licensed in all 50 states, so give them a call or a text at 1-866-998-5879. Check us out on the Pro Football Show, and check us out tomorrow for another edition of College Football. Tomorrow it will be Big 12 football and beyond. Have a great day, everybody. Be safe. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.